I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Gerald Henderson, Shabazz Muhammad, Joey Devine, Alex Lynn, Jamichael Green, Sean Keen, Alex Poitras. Archie Goodwin, Justin Hamilton, musical guest Loudon Wainwright III, and now the host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Uh, hi guys, it's me. Oh, sorry, uh, I forgot. No, Dark no. Pardo, what happened? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I mean, it, it's I fair. Have- it's yeah, fair yeah. to say that, uh, you know, if you're not there every week, you can't really be the host, so I get it. I don't understand. I get no, it. Place. no, 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 no. You're the host, Dave. You, hey guys. We announce you as the host every week, except the week you're here. Hello, I'm the host. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, you announce me as the host when I'm not around? That's so strange. Yeah, always. I'll take it. I'm happy to take it. It feels like a, a real honor. Anyway... We're, we're here. It's Round Ball Rock. I'm with uh, Sean Keen. Sean, what up, dog? Hey, how's it going? It's going. And uh, uh, Joey Devine? Hi. It's lit, Dave. Oh, boy. It so is. Man, we are in the dog days of summer, guys. We're we're deep into... It's true. Those... Let's, we're deep into the let's talk about the New Jersey season of... NBA <laughs> conversation. <laughs> um, man, those Wolves jerseys are trash. Whew. Whew, those are They're trash, really but... bad. They're are so the, bad. Uh, are these the same ones they rolled out the trailer for at the start of the year? At the yes. end of last year? Yep. Yes. 
Yeah, they garbage. They're white. Mm-hmm. All well, I mean, it seemed like Nike made all of the jerseys navy. Um, everyone is a navy navy blue now. I think this was I, uh, a failed rollout for the, uh, the jerseys. The sleeves are gone. So the sleeves are gone. Positive. And the Clippers got rid of black in their uniforms. Thank mm-hmm. fucking God. Those were terrible. <laughs> why, why do the Clippers have black as an alternate color? You might ask yourself, but they're gone. They, they really upgraded. There's that, they don't have that, that like, uh, stripe on the sides anymore. Huge upgrade. Anyway, let's not talk about <laughs> so much. Let's talk about other things. Let's talk about rating, reviewing, subscribing. Talking about the podcast with people that you know, suggesting that they listen to it. Maybe tagging Round Ball Rock on a business in your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> All the things that uh, a real fan of this show should do, because we've been doing this for a year now, over a year, and uh, we want to be rich and famous. Okay? All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the deal. That's why we're doing this. We're not doing this for fun. It's not fun. It's for money, and we're not making any. So, <laughs> do all that stuff I just told you to do. Email us. Tweet at us. Um, at some point, we have to do the My Giant episode. Um, yeah, well, we're doing it. It's, it's, it's coming. Don't worry. Those yeah, of I you promise. who are really obsessed with the goings-on of my life know that my wife is pregnant, so... My wife. I'm very... I'm busy. Wait, sorry. I'm busy. Your wife. My wife. Uh, yeah, not your wife. God yeah, damn it. Yeah. Uh, but at some point, it's coming. You guys did the work. You guys made it happen. You guys reviewed us. We got to 50, so we owe you something. And we're going to make that happen. Uh, just stay tuned. Just hang tight. Just don't go off the handle. Don't go crazy. It's going to happen. Anyway, um, oh, so also, I guess we have some free stickers from the live show that we did. So if you want to get a free sticker, tweet at us. We will follow you if we don't already follow you on Twitter, and then DM us your address, and we will send you a sticker and maybe some other swag. Maybe something creepy. Maybe something weird. <laughs> maybe photos of Sean from junior high school. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, it could be literally anything. Um, it looks like we got a new segment here since I've been on the show last. Lingering Business. This is Lingering Business. Business, you know I'm such a fool for you. You've got me wrapped around your finger. Do you have to let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? Yeah, we had some lingering business. Uh, Sean, do you want to take this first item of lingering business? Yeah, so I had had two people, uh, IRL, who had listened to the podcast, who wanted to know what the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island is about. This came up because uh, Zach Harper did his Supermarket Sweep show at the Hollywood Improv this week, uh, and Supermarket Sweep host David Ruprecht played Thurston Howell the fourth in it. And uh, so in in uh, this stage, this is canon. It is in the um, Gilligan-verse, the, the unified Gilligan-verse. Uh, the castaways have been rescued and then come back to the island in order wait, to open up a wait, resort. Wait, hold on. Did Lost fucking steal this idea? Well, I'm gonna tell you somebody <laughs> did steal this idea, and I'll and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, 
yeah, they get rescued off the island, and then they return and open a resort. Uh, but yeah, much like Lost, an evil industrialist comes and tries to, to get ownership of the island, because I guess there's some rare stuff on it. Anyway, the Harlem Globetrotters have to emergency land on the island, and they end up, eventually, they have to play a team of robots for the ownership of Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. Uh and the first half, they're very vulnerable. The second half, uh, Gilligan insists that they start doing their standard globetrotter tricks, mm-hmm. and that confuses the robots. Uh, when when does Desmond come out of the hole in the middle of the court? Well, uh, I I think maybe David Ruprecht as Thurston Hell the Fourth kind of takes <laughs> over that role. Although it seems like maybe the millionaire wasn't available for shooting, except for like a day or two. That's really mm-hmm. what this plotlet seems like. Uh, essentially, everyone except David Ruprecht gets tricked into signing away the rights to this island. Uh, eventually, the Globetrotters get hurt. Skipper and Gilligan have to play in the game, and Chick Hearn announces it. Uh this is essentially the plot of Space Jam, right? <laughs> like, it's it's space monsters instead of robots. Like, even the injuries are happening. Like, oh, no, uh, Bill Murray slash Gilligan's going to be there, or uh, Wayne Knight or the Skipper. Uh, however, also, uh, another basketball movie that involves slavery, I would say. Yeah, like, whoa, like, maybe we have to do another. If we get to 100, we'll review the... Uh... Globetrotter film. A lot of them get... <laughs> so, yeah, you've, you've Space Jam, My Giant, and even the air up there has some questionable connotations of what's happening. Like, right? That's a, it's a, shame. It's a it's white a shame man going to Africa? Yeah. It's a shame they didn't go back to the island to open a supermarket, because then it would have made time. a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. and then they yeah. would have had to play supermarket sweep. Anyway... Um, that is weird. I'm gonna watch that movie. Just kidding. I'm not gonna watch that fucking movie unless you give us a hundred reviews, and then yeah, I have that, no that. choice. All right, this, this is, is our that? new thing, isn't it? This is our yeah. new thing, isn't it? Off I mean, the cuff. Have, yeah, we <laughs> have to deliver my giant first. All right, but <laughs> we get to a hundred reviews. Five stars, of course. If you give us anything less, I'm you subtracting reviews. I change. Uh, we're not gonna. We're not gonna do a commentary track. We're not doing that because we're already okay. giving you a commentary track of my giant. What we are going to do is do a live reading. Yes. Oh, that's uh, that right. is one hundred percent what we'll do. Script. That's way more fun. There's nothing <laughs> like hearing the Harlem Globetrotters described on the radio. That's how they really <laughs> got their fame. You don't need a visual for that kind of quality basketball. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. And we'll cast all the parts with former ESPN uh, basketball writers. Ooh, I love that. Who do you okay. think? Okay. Who would you? Who would you want to be, Dave? Oh well, uh, let's see. I would definitely want to play Ginger. Oh. Okay. No <laughs> and then we can get we can get. Um, let's see. We can get uh, Ethan Sherwood Strauss to play Thurston Howell. Um, Wait, the there? third or the fourth? The third. And we can get Mark Stein to play Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> gone too far. Uh, but we will okay. definitely do a live reading of Gilligan's Island in the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> because who fucking cares? That'll never happen. Um, 
Has David Byrne seen a basketball game? Yeah, yeah, we talked about this with Kelly Dwyer. Uh, I don't even remember how it came up, but Dave, I posited that there is no way David Byrne has ever seen a basketball game before. What if he's never seen a basketball? Well, no, that was also part of it. Like, I am 100% David Byrne does not know what basketball is. Well, we well then we found that picture. We we found a picture of David Byrne at a basketball game. It's a wearing <laughs> explain it, Sean. Well, so <laughs> it's a you know, it's an Arcade Fire sponsored benefit game in Montreal. And Awful. in the photo, he's David Byrne is sitting on the bench next to Win Butler who's uh you know, wearing a full basketball uniform. David Byrne is wearing an all brown what? shirt. Like 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 it's an all a brown jumpsuit. Suit. I think he's wearing a jumpsuit. He's oh, wearing really? an all brown jumpsuit like an Italian well, it fascist. A, it has a collar on it though. <laughs> so he's an I, Italian fascist. I think it's a brown shirt and brown pants. Yeah, he is he's a brown shirt. And he's wow. wearing he's wearing the jersey over a button down shirt and he Appears to be, he's wearing like maybe boots. Hold on, the dog is barking. You'll get over it. Um. Okay, carry on. Well, while the dog was barking, Dave, yep. I sent you this picture. <laughs> if you just want to open up your phone, and we can audibly oh, hear that's your awful. reaction to what David Bird is doing here. <laughs> that's awful. What's the, <laughs> I, is he gonna play in that? <laughs> Okay, guys, Another. Uh, if we get to 150 reviews, I will write, we will, all three of us will write a pilot for a sitcom about David Byrne becoming the head coach of a high school basketball <laughs> It's a white shadow, um, basically. Yeah. but the white shadow in this instance is the former lead singer of the Talking Heads. Yeah, yeah. his uh, suit would be so big. So I'm, I'm going to say this photo raised more questions about David Byrne and basketball than it answered. It's true. And one of those questions we got from a listener, which is, uh, Dave, I think you might actually be qualified to answer this question, too, which is, can Wynn Butler, uh, frontman of the Arcade Fire, dunk? Um, he gets close, but he can't. I don't think he's, I don't think he's put one down. Uh, and a celebrity. He's not actually that tall. I mean, he's, he's like, tall like, for the celebrity game. Yeah, he's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, maybe 6'5". Six, but he's not tall enough to be like, oh yeah, that guy definitely can dunk. And he's right. also Like, clog. you can't switch him with Kelly Olenek. No. It would be noticeable. No. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, Especially my... because Kelly Olenek would start demanding that Heat fans wear formal attire to the game. Right, right. <laughs> As opposed to gooey Barra shirts. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Um, can I get a news drop from the robot, please? This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Thank you, robot. Thank you, I am a robot. Carmelo Anthony has reared his ugly head. I'm not saying it's ugly, it's just a term, it's just a phrase. It's a common phrase. 
And uh, uh, so uh, apparently Dave is Team Lala. Oh yeah, learned. he's a beautiful woman. <laughs> he's a delightful, and I'm a big fan of her work on VH1. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this might actually happen. The rumblings, they seem real. You know, he might actually go to the Rockets and form the most boring super team of all time. Um, I don't really like the Rockets with Chris Paul, but you know what? They're doing it anyway. Who cares? And then you add ball hog ass Carmelo Anthony to the mix. <laughs> and, oh, it's like but, uh, this, this Dave, like free flowing pipes. Like, you got great, brand new pipes in your house. And all the water's flowing just fine. Uh, and your contractor, Mike D'Antoni, is like, man, we really did a great job setting up this, this sewage system. Everything is just like, <laughs> it's beautiful. And then, of course, Carmelo Anthony comes and takes the world's biggest shit in it. and <laughs> That's what this is going to be. And Chris Paul's in the background going like, man, you fucked up them pipes, boy. And he's like, you're right, I did, whoops. Um, I'm not into this, I don't, but it, it's, it might happen. What do you guys think? Is this going to going down? I feel like that analogy, uh, Chris Paul's reaction would actually be like, oh no, the State Farm haunted house followed me here. <laughs> he blame it on the referees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay, let's talk about this, though, for real, guys. Let's be real about sure. this. Do you think that the Rockets can put together a package that the New York Knickerbockers will accept. No! <laughs> yeah, probably not, right? They traded all their young guys for Chris Paul already. Um, and no one wants that Ryan Anderson contract, even if it's to get rid of Carmelo Anthony. So I don't know how this would happen. They'd need a third team, and that rumored third team was the Portland Trailblazers, but the Portland Trailblazers were like, um, actually, we want Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, right. that does seem to be a problem. And the third team situation seems to be what's keeping Kyrie from being traded, too. Right. Um, a, a shameless plug for my other podcast, the BR Mag Show. I talked to Ramona Shelburne, and Ramona's like, yeah, this is not going to happen unless a third team gets involved that has assets because no one has assets to move right now. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I still think it's a horrible decision for Houston to try to add Carmelo Anthony to this team. They won't be appreciably better with him, but you know what? Hey, no one's ever won a championship, not making a trade. Right. Fellas. Right. <laughs> I mean the, the golden state warriors did. Oh, uh, Oh, right. When they didn't trade for Kevin... Uh, when they didn't trade Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. Man, that um, is still the greatest non-move of all time. <laughs> Genius. Um, I do think, though, like, for the Rockets, Carmelo Anthony is definitely an upgrade from Ryan Anderson. Yes, so... Well, yeah. Can they become a championship contender? Can they beat the Warriors with Carmelo Anthony? And I say no. 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 Well, what's what's the Rockets' closing end of the game lineup right now? It's it's Chris Paul and James Harden. It's Trevor Ariza and PJ Tucker. Yeah, and then Clint Capella or, or Nene, Ryan Anderson or whoever. Yeah. Oh, and so Eric. Like, oh, Eric Gordon's probably in the game actually. Yeah, not uh, one of those guys. Uh, so anyway, it seems like. Carmelo Anthony is playing the same position 
as a bunch of the guys they just acquired as well. Yep. 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 I don't think it makes any sense. I think it's just because he's named Carmelo Anthony and he has a reputation. But it doesn't help them. It doesn't make them better. It's also the only place he says he'll go now. Right. Because it seems like, oh, they they could beat the Warriors. Guess what? They can't beat the Warriors. So, I mean, go ahead. Go to Houston, bud. Have fun. I I think it's more, uh, I'm going to keep living in New York City unless I can hang out with my friend Chris Paul. Right. I actually think that's more what it is. I mean, he should go to Minnesota, baby. Come off the bench for the the T-Wolves. That's what I want to see. What would Minnesota trade for him? I have no idea. I'm sure they don't have any assets to trade at this point. Ricky Rubio? Uh, I don't know. Dieng? Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) Ricky Rubio's on the jazz, Dave. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. I forgot. (laughs) I forgot that already happened. Um... This all came down to a toast that Chris Paul just made at Mello's wedding. And he said, we'll form our own big three. And that uh-huh. essentially referred to him, Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, and Amari Stoudemire. Yes. So I guess, I guess my question is, uh, how long has it been since Carmelo Anthony has actually been an NBA superstar? Are we, like, three years past that point? What was that year the Knicks surprised everyone and won, like, 55 games or whatever? 2013. Yeah, that that was a long time ago. I think the big three he was talking about was the league. Because he's going to be playing in it in a couple of years. (laughs) I'm not even sure that Amari, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Paul would necessarily be the best team in the big three. Like, they're probably... But it's not like a slam dunk that they would. Can I get Latrell Sprewell in that team or something? Man, sprinkle a little Sprewell on there. Here's here's my question about the Rockets mellow thing. Um, there's no way Mike D'Antoni wants Carmelo Anthony back, right? Uh, probably not. I sincerely doubt that. I mean, Melo got him fired once already. Yeah, I don't see why he would be like, yeah, I want this asshole. (laughs) Nope. Carmelo Anthony is not someone I want to build a team around. He is not even someone that I want to be a complimentary piece on my team. I would pay him a lot of money to retire. That's what I would do. (laughs) He's washed, man. I'm done with that guy. All right, let's move on, huh? Yeah, uh, so the new Suns uh, vice president, James Jones, coming at, coming out hot, throwing bows, says Kyrie Irving went days without talking to his teammates during last year's playoffs. Um, well, let's, let's be honest here. They had quite a few days off after uh-huh. the Eastern Conference Finals, so maybe he just wanted to be alone. No, this was between uh, between rounds one and two, apparently. Okay. Well, those were also sweeps. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, again, had a lot of time off. So it's not like, oh, I, got, I better check in with Iman Shumpert and see what he's up to <laughs> during our days off. Oh, I wonder if he's out fishing or playing golf or <laughs> connect four. I'm like, that's who cares? I think Shump is, like, Kyrie's only real friend on the team, too, right? Because everyone else is 35 years old. 
That's what that's what Kobe taught him. Only have one real friend. <laughs> I had Derek Fisher. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. One friend. And that gets the job done. I got five rings, baby. Five rings, two friends. Do that's the math. Right. I need more rings and friends, okay? Uh, so what's more uh, passive-aggressive here, you guys think? The silent treatment or subtweeting? It's I'm going to say rough. subtweeting. I think it's subtweeting, too, but it's close because... The silent treatment, I feel like, is more aggressive, passive, where subtweeting is passive aggressive. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean that's how I solve problems with my wife is I just subtweet the shit out of her. Yeah. And then um, she gets in line, you know. <laughs> I hear, I hear that, buddy. <laughs> uh, I think it's it's weird the way it was phrased because James Jones, like, it really. The way he's presenting it makes it seem like it's on the level of Kyrie Irving putting tape down the middle of the locker room. You know, like kids <laughs> like are fighting. Like he's Balky. <laughs> like, like what? Like he's Balky and the rest of the team is Cousin Larry. Oh, did, uh, did they do that on that show? I always I'm always. i sure that's okay. a thing that happened. It Perfect also strangers. happened with Brady Bunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happened with me and my wife, too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dave, I think you mean my wife. That's um, what I meant. I mean, your wife. Um, That's also what I meant. Uh, here's the the mind-boggling thing about this for me is that James Jones is the VP of the team that's supposed to be trading for Kyrie. Well, that Everyone makes... keeps saying it's the Suns. Yeah, because the makes... Suns have assets. Yeah, he's got to knock down that trade value a little bit. Kyrie ain't going to no Phoenix. I don't think he's going to Phoenix either. That's crazy. Everything you hear well, from them is like, no, we're we're good with Dragon. That's all you need. Have you been to Phoenix? It's horrible. Well, the only person is- who's ever moved there on purpose is Charles Barkley, and even then he <laughs> regretted it immediately. Well, that will make the timeline happy, because the timeline is... Uh, the process, but without any trades, Dave. We talked about uh, that last episode. Oh, um, <laughs> interesting. I like that. That's catchy. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, why not? The timeline. The TL. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with Kyrie? I think uh, we're not going to get a trade until right before training camp, if you ask me. Yeah, I'm expecting one of these leaks or an Instagram post or like... Uh, Players uh, yeah, something every three days until the season starts or he's traded. Here's something else that's related to the upcoming NBA season, which doesn't start for months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the state schedules have been released. Can you believe it? Here are, the games. Here are the games we have to look forward to and the dumb jerseys we have to look forward to. Because hey. If Nike can't even get the regular jerseys right, can you imagine what horrible red and green monstrosities they have planned for Christmas? Oh, my God. Well, the Warriors ones say the town. They've already said that. Oh, uh, you mean the town that they're abandoning in two years to move to San Francisco? <laughs> Fucking, come on, the temerity. It's like the Oakland Raiders still pretending like they give a shit about Oakland. Come on. Fucking suck my D. That's some bullshit. The town. 
Um, all right, so we got Warriors, Cavs, obviously, because you can't have Christmas Day without the two best teams in basketball playing each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a, a Cleveland romp. They're going to win by, like, 30 points, and everybody's going to be like, oh, the Cavs are back. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, this is a real challenge. And the Warriors will sweep in the finals, and people will be like, well, look, what about Christmas Day? And we'll be like, yeah, I told you. That shit didn't matter. Um, the late game is Lakers-Wolves. I think that was a late game last year, too, if I remember correctly. It was the Lakers and somebody that was a It wasn't a, a the fun- Wolves. This is the first time the Wolves have played on Christmas Day since Kevin Garnett was there. Yeah. I understand why. I'm excited about both of these teams. That should be a fun, fun game. Um, Knicks Sixers. Wait, so, wait. Yeah. You yep. mean a fun, fun blowout, right? Yeah, the, the Lakers Wolves are going to destroy them. them. The Lakers are unstoppable on Christmas Day. <laughs> unstoppable. So last year, the Lakers defeated the Clippers on yep. Christmas Day, and the mm-hmm. T Wolves lost to the Thunder. Oh, well, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah see. Uh, it's, it's, it seems like they just go, the base, the baseline is the Knicks and the Lakers are going to play and the Warriors are going to play the Cavs. And then there's two other games. Yeah. Sometimes (laughs) the Bulls, you mix the Bulls in there, but they suck. Uh, so they're not playing this year. All right. So Knicks Sixers, the fuck, I I don't want to see the Knicks play basketball. That's going to be bad. But the Sixers will be fun. Yeah. I mean, mean, if they're all healthy. If everybody can stay healthy for six weeks. Of the yep. regular season, we could really look, be looking at something. I mean, I cannot guarantee We're, that any of them will be healthy. I, you know, who can though? Santa Claus. Oh, oh good, it'll good be call. a Christmas miracle. That'd be a fun Yeah, that'd be the best <laughs> gift anyone could get is a, a fully healthy Sixers team. But that's not going to happen. That's like uh, that's, that would be like uh, the oil. Uh, lasting for eight days. <laughs> okay. What if um, Tim Hardaway Jr. scores like fifty points in that game? Haha. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thunder Rockets. Uh, I'm in. I'm in on that. That should be a high-scoring affair. Harden versus Westbrook again. Bad blood. Uh, yeah, they don't like each other, guys. Paul George <laughs> versus Chris Paul. The Battle of the Pauls. Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. Versus Stephen Adams. Oh yeah. yeah, a mustache-free Stephen Adams apparently. Yep. Yeah, he's looking great, clean shaven. Pat, Pat Patterson versus uh, PJ Tucker. That's what Ooh, I'm doing. Pat Patterson, for. former Rocket, revenge game for Pat Patterson. Yeah, keep an eye on Pat Patterson. Let's uh, let's mark that down. PJ Tucker took Pat Patterson's spot on the uh, Raptors last year. Double revenge game. Yeah. They cancel each other out at that point. So. And then finally, here's the one we're all looking forward to. The rivalry that is the weirdest rivalry, I think, in basketball. Yeah. It's like uh-huh. these two teams have nothing to do with each other, but for some reason they can't stand each other. The Wizards and the Celtics. Oh, wow. it's going to be a black Christmas. Yeah. Because one of them will be dressed as your funeral. And I just think that that doesn't really work very well. Like, what do you? Hasn't what do you, the team that's worn black lost both times? No, the uh, the Wizards won the funeral game, and then but the Celtics lost the, lost the, the Celtics second lost funeral playoff funeral game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, <laughs> the the Wizards are just more more well suited to play at a funeral, I guess. Yeah, because watching them play basketball is depressing. Well, they're death row DC. It makes sense. Oh, what if they all dressed as Krampus? For this game, like, is that the Christmas <laughs> equivalent of it? Sure, yeah. 
Or if they all dress like, um, I don't know, Aleister Crowley. <laughs> That's yeah, a reference. A no bunch of. Gets. Oh yeah, so it's so it's a, a team of Krampuses versus a team of Grinches. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, um, what if they all dress as Dennis Leary's the ref? Oh, oh, that's a, that's one of the greatest Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah, very Hans, good. What, what about a team of Hans Grubers? <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Oh, it's it's too bad. It's too bad. Boyan Bogdanovich isn't on the team because one of them could dress in a sweatsuit, and it says, "Now I have, now I have a Boyan." Ho ho ho! <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the new schedule is uh, supposedly going uh-huh. to. Uh, Limit back to backs and 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 prevent or or alleviate the the need by coaches to rest their players. No more They're, four four and five apparently. Yeah, and uh, there will be punishments for teams that do rest their players, but haven't announced what the punishments are. So they could be you know anything from a fine to a caning. Yeah, right. like like a Philippines. Singapore style. Yeah. yeah, Singapore. That's it. Not the Philippines. I'm sure they cane in the Philippines sometimes. Too. The 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 new era. Yes, you do get caned as well and thrown out of helicopters. Okay, so here's a fun question for you guys: If you were to have to punish the Spurs, the Warriors, and the Cavs for resting their players, and, and let's be honest, the rest of the league, who cares if those guys don't play? Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are this is the cream of the crop here. These are the three. This is these are the Cadillac uh, Escalades of the NBA. How would you punish these teams? For the they... Spurs, I would definitely try to get them to start enforcing the obscenity laws in Texas. Uh, as a result, with the Spurs coyote, uh, I would like to see that coyote in pants. If they yeah. if they want to rest them, <laughs> get shorts are fine, whatever. But no no shirt, no more shirt cocking. From the coyote. I don't want that anymore. <laughs> uh, if I had to punish the Golden State Warriors, uh, what I would do is force them to pay Kevin Durant that $10 million. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And uh, if I had to punish the Cavs, I would make Kyrie Irving and LeBron James go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Yeah. Zach Randolph arrested for possession of marijuana with the intent to sell. Yes. Yes. He had two pounds of marijuana. Which um, honestly doesn't seem like enough for Zach Randolph. I'm I don't honest. know how much is enough because <laughs> I don't smoke weed. <laughs> Makes me paranoid. Um, so did, how do they know if you have the intent to sell it? it it's is, an amount. It's over, If you have over a gram, it's an intent to sell. It's, uh, so it's not like the dude just likes to smoke Sorry. reefer. What if he just... It's, that's stupid. That's like, oh, man, you bought a bunch of toilet paper from Costco. You must be intending to sell it. That's not how that works. <laughs> I'm going to use it. I'm p- putting it in my cabinet, and I'm using it as I go. Marijuana yeah. is the same thing as toilet paper. It's yeah, just in I, your house. You don't want to run out. I bought a 24-pack of uh, Coca-Colas. I'm going to sell 12 of them, you guys. Yeah. yeah Turn it around. Tidy <laughs> profit on your soda pops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a really dumb rule. <laughs> well, I used, to, I used to work in a law office, so we would see this a lot. And the law Jacoby and Myers? Jacoby and Bob Myers. Dave Jacoby. 
Jalen <laughs> Jacoby and Myers was my law firm. Uh, you, you guys, you guys know Jacoby and Myers, right? Remember those? Yeah, guys? yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> uh, those are great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So normally this is totally a it's a it's a weight thing, you know. Now maybe they're not saying if it's like separated into individual bags or what. The only reason I would have pause is that. Zach Randolph has been investigated for being a marijuana kingpin in the past. And why? What, why did that happen? Uh, Grit and grind, baby! It was, he's, uh, he's a grinder. He's grinding up that weed. Some, you know how that works. Weed, you grind it. You get the grinder so you can smoke it, right? Uh, he was, I guess the DEA was investigating him for being a, a weed kingpin in Indianapolis. And then in Portland... Uh, some some drug dealer alleged he was beat up by uh, members of Zach Randolph's entourage, and there were oh James Harden cool style. Views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got Moses <laughs> Malone Juniored. <laughs> so it's uh, it's possible that that's the reason he decided to go to Sacramento is that it's an emerging market. Recreational weed in California is now legal. Yeah, he wants to be the the king of the River Cats is what he wants to do. See, I actually think this is Zach Randolph entering the woke off in the most aggressive way possible because he is going to challenge Jeff Sessions by taking this oh. all the way to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Like, who's who's a more beloved son of the South? Is it Zach Randolph or is it Jeff Sessions? I don't know. Uh, listen, it's Zach Randolph. Look, let me let me let me let me say something here. Zach Randolph trying to start over in Sacramento, trying to be a good citizen. This is bad. This is not a, not a good look. Okay, let me quote a great American, one of my heroes, one of the people where I, who I learned everything I know about the world from. When I say stay off the weed, Zach Randolph, stay off the weed. This is not good. This is very bad. You know who I'm referencing right there. It's a quote. Was it That's... The Rock? Dwayne no, the Stephen Rock A. Johnson? Smith. Oh, Stephen oh, A. Smith's oh. thing. God, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he said stay off the weed. That's his thing. Smoking crack! <laughs> oh, man. Dave, Dave. Stay off the weed. I, I don't want to be too... I, I don't want to tease this too much, but we do have a, a Stephen A. Smith feature that we're going to be debuting soon. So, oh yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad I'm glad I got to tee that up and uh, and uh, promote that. Anyway, Zach Randolph, y'all done fucked up. Let's move on. Ian Clark has joined the Pelicans. Ian Clark, I mean, champion, NBA champion. Ian Clark has joined what could be the most disappointing team in basketball next year. Probably will be. I think they're going to suck. <laughs> but Ian Clark. Arguably the second best guard on the team now. Am I correct in that? In saying that? I think that's correct. Depending on yeah. how you feel about Etwan Moore, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> every time someone says Etwan Moore, he's kind of like uh, I guess he scores. He's just he's only a good acquisition in that everybody else on the roster is worse than him. At that I think <laughs> he's great if he's the tenth best player on your team. He's but like if he has to be the second best, third best player. You done fucked up. Yeah, stay I mean... off the weed, Pelicans. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
they they remind me of my first college apartment where we were constantly like upgrading couches from other Craigslist couches where we're like, wow, no one would want this couch except in comparison to our existing couch. And yeah, then or if you don't have a couch. Right. Which the the Pelicans technically don't have a couch in this analogy. Yeah. So, like, man, we've been sleeping on the floor. I think we might have bugs, like cockroaches crawl into my mouth every once in a while. It'd be nice to be <laughs> off the ground. Look, just, and we, we I, signed an ottoman to a five-year contract for some reason. <laughs> even though I'll we just don't lay my out. head on the ottoman, and that'll be enough. It's like a big you, blow. You guys are going to be shocked when Del Demps is... You guys are going to uh, be eating your words when Del Demps turns... Ian Clark into Kyrie Irving. Remember, this is the man who turned Buddy Heald into DeMarcus Cousins. He can turn a paperclip into a house to keep your <laughs> to keep your weird house analogy going. Um, I'm kidding. I don't believe that's going to happen. This, this is, is this depressing. The, the Pelicans are going to suck again, and it's going to reinforce what I've been saying this the entire year we've been doing this podcast. Contract the Pelicans. They're a garbage franchise. <laughs> no fans in a shitty arena. And the only reason why New Orleans has a basketball team is because NBA executives, coaches, and players like to go to New Orleans to drink. This is bullshit. As much as I loved the All-Star game last year, I'd much rather not have the Pelicans be in the league. <laughs> Shut it down. Let's go home. Move them to Seattle. If you don't want to contract them, fine. Move them to Seattle. People might actually go to the games and give a shit. But then we would lose the awful mascots that they have. So I guess that's, you know, in for one penny, out for another. That's a phrase. <laughs> People say, uh, uh, Ramon Sessions has joined the Knicks. Who cares? I don't. Uh, are the Knicks <laughs> contenders now with this new uh, acquisition? Nope. I mean, it yeah. feels like he should have been on the Knicks years earlier as well. That's the only comment I have. For all we know, he has been. Yeah. We just haven't noticed because I don't watch the Knicks on League Pass if I can avoid it. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. So, Craig Robinson has joined the Knicks? Michelle uh, Obama's the, brother? He's in the front office. What? The former head coach at Oregon State okay. is now going to be uh, an executive there. And he uh, he recruited pretty well at Oregon State with that Obama stamp, and they did not win a lot of games, though. So, Oh. Um, there's a really good joke in here. I'll let someone else say it. Uh, that they... Well, that, that is this going to lead to Team President Joe Biden? Could that happen? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that would be another crusty-ass white man with a problem with the press. Yeah, sure. Why not? That worked out the first time. Yeah, he'd, he'd just yeah. Be, be real folksy, I think. That would really get... Uh, that would buy the Knicks 18 months of goodwill, I think. President Joe <laughs> the Biden. Knicks, the Knicks have also now signed quite a few inferior brothers. They have the inferior Hernan Gomez. Apparently, they have the inferior Antetokounmpo. Did not know his brother was in the league. He's in, no the D league. he's in the D-League. He's in the D-League. He's not old. really in the he's, league. But he's a, he's, a, he's on the Knicks, right? He's in the Knicks organization? He was. I don't know if he is anymore. I think um, they picked him in the second they, round. But they also had... Oh. Yeah, but like that was like three or four years ago. But they also had Robin Lopez, the ultimate inferior brother. 
He's the standard um, bearer for that. How do we how do we get them a Plumley? They oh, have one. Oh, they Wait, have Marshall Plumley. That's oh right. God. Oh my god. When that wasn't in the rundown, I was like, they don't have him well, anymore, that's a... I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh I'll be damned. That's some shit. Okay. Um also secretly Ron Baker has a brother who is way better at writing children's books than he is. Well, uh, <laughs> I thought he was related to R&B singer Anita Baker, which would have been yeah. funny. But no. I think that's true. I think that I think he is. Dusty Baker? No? Any other Bakers? Philip Baker Hall? Paul uh, Hollywood from the show The Great British <laughs> Bake Off? I've been watching a lot of Bake Off lately and not thinking about the NBA. It's been great. It's uh, so soothing. It's really good. It's a good yeah, show. Yeah. It's a good, like, good show. That I like that builder that keeps a pencil in his ear. All right, anyway. Oh, yeah, that, I saw that season. That was a good season. <laughs> yes. uh, okay, last question, uh, Knicks-related question, because I fucking hate talking about the Knicks. If James Dolan had a hot tub time machine, what would he use it for? That's It's not that Craig Robinson, but I think it's a valid question still. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I feel like he would probably go back and book himself on Woodstock. Oh, see, I think he'd go back even further and invent the blues. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. He, um, he would go, wait, he would go to that road and sell his soul to the devil before Robert Johnson could. And uh, then he'd throw in a bunch of future first-round picks in the deal. He's such a bad the negotiator. Devil the devil's stolen. like, and somehow the, the devil though. ended up with three lottery picks unprotected. <laughs> the weird thing about the devil is that he's actually James Dolan. Oh. <laughs> himself. Um, here's a story that I had no idea was a thing. The Sixers and Celtics are playing in London, England. Yep. Why? Got to build that international brand, baby. Oh yeah, because people in England love basketball. Why are we so we have such a hard on in this country for making English <laughs> like our, our sports? This is it because like... <laughs> is it because uh, like conservative Republicans have a grudge against them for making us like soccer? Is that what it is? Like, oh, oh they're gonna bring their gay sport in here. Whoa, no. We're going to make them like basketball and football, real man sports. That's stupid. That's... I mean, they are going to like Gordon Hayward, to be fair. Oh, yeah, probably. He looks yeah. like a soccer player. Yeah, no, he, he, he looks, looks like he plays like, for Chelsea. He looks like he'd be in the entourage of the rap group The Streets. And by or, group, I mean one man. Or um, he's a missing member of One Direction. Oh, shit. <laughs> Him and Harry Styles. Did you know Gordon Hayward was in Dunkirk? I did know that. But only in the 69 millimeter version. If you see the <laughs> 70 millimeter, he's not in it. He's not in there. Uh, okay, so they're traveling. Well, they, oh, sorry, this is a question. Let me phrase this as a question. Will the Celtics travel by steamer because Danny Ainge does not want to use his miles, his airplane miles? Yeah, he's got. I hear he's a Delta man, just like me. <laughs> well, I got uh, my Delta miles, baby. What I worry about with Danny Ainge here is I think he'll probably not use his miles and take a steamer, but I worry that there's not a Chipotle for him to use his free Chipotle card at. He does have that uh, black and Chipotle card. He won't card. eat the whole time. Hold on, I'm going to Google this. Chipotle, let's just assume if there's a Chipotle, it's in 
Manchester, England. Like Northern English people would be really into Chipotle. Chipotle.co.uk. It exists. It's at, the, it's at the Stone Roses house. Um, all right. Here's a, fun, here's a fun thing about the Chipotle England website. It's a it's a big picture of what looks like Buckingham Palace or some sort of castle where rich royalty lives. And there's a tomato, an avocado, <laughs> a big block of cheese, and what looks like a bean. And they're all wearing crowns. That's tight. I take it back. I, <laughs> I take everything. It says on the advertisement, ingredients rain. Watch oh, our man. ingredients get the royal treatment. Okay. Because I... there's nothing English people like more than <laughs> referencing their own culture <laughs> in an ironic, not an ironic, a, a silly way. You know, it's like, oh, I don't know if this is English unless people are wearing fucking crowns. I take it I back. I know it's English. I take it back. I think Danny Ainge might not leave England. <laughs> it feels like a <laughs> well, Everybody looks like they could play for the Celtics here. They're all very white, very pale, kind of short. This is perfect. There's just a nation full of, of potential prospects for him. Um, it looks like there the are only six Chipotles in England. Say, man, six is better than zero. Actually, there's one uh, that's on. There's one that is, uh, as I understand it, it is on. It is at 103 Baker Street, which means it is a block away from Sherlock Holmes's house. <laughs> You're high on opiates. There's nothing better than biting into a delicious Chipotle burrito. Hey, let's see if there's a Chipotle in Guam. Oh. Um, someone asked on Facebook, "Do you have a Chipotle in Guam?" And there are 10 comments. Guam's still not on our radar, but the future is a wide open place. Uh, you know who else is on Guam's radar? Guam is on their radar. North Korea, baby. <laughs> Let's move on. That's sad. Um, I'm just, I like talking about the end of the world. Okay, um, here's a question. Not to be too dark, but does England have good arthroscopic surgeons? What do you guys think? You think the Sixers can get healed up? While they're uh, in London, I Hello? think I think yes, I think they would. I think they uh, like they're they're used to rehabbing those soccer injuries. Joel Embiid is a soccer player initially. Uh, he's going to need a lot of work done, I think, by by that time. Yeah. Do you think socialized medicine is is going to be better than Philadelphia medicine? I kind of yeah, I mean, so. they're still using leeches in Philadelphia, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. The Nets aren't playing in London because that'd be silly. No, no, no. They're playing in Mexico City. Another oh, no. hotbed of basketball. Hey, People in Mexico about, love basketball. Dave, you weren't on this episode, but we talked about where expansion teams should go, and I actually said Mexico City. That's so. a horrible idea. <laughs> It is. It Have is you not Narcos? A it's not set in Mexico, but it must be the same thing as Narcos. <laughs> or I guess like Sicario. Like that's what I. Mean. <laughs> yeah, Sicario. That's Juarez, bro. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they definitely okay. should yeah. not have a team in Juarez. <laughs> no, no, it's not a growth market for the NBA. Um, is Mexico going to build a wall around the arena to keep Karis Levert out? Wow, a little international back and forth. 
That's mean. I like Karis Levert. He's related to that guy from Levert. He's actually uh, related to him. They uh, look. I think they are, but they're going to make Alan Crabb pay for it. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> well, what is it oh, with boy. these crabby guys and their walls? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Nets are playing the Thunder and the Heat. So they're playing two games. Two games of the that's Nets. How bad, that's how bad the Brooklyn Nets are. We're trying to get them out of the country as often as possible. Can we just not have them play in America? Let's move them to Mexico City. I wonder if they... Out all their games. They're gonna they're gonna bring some guys back with them because playing for the Nets is a job that Americans aren't willing to do. It's just like how there's a migrant worker shortage right now. You know what watching the Nets reminds me of? Montezuma's Revenge. That's how my stomach feels. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets play basketball. Uh, I love D'Angelo Russell, though, and I miss him every day. All right, uh, anything else here? Anything else? Well, there about? is a question I'd like, uh, we have written here, I'd like to ask about these Mexico City games. Locally, locally. Which is, what player is most likely to do something that gets him deported to the U.S.? Hassan Whiteside. Yes, that is my answer too. He is definitely going to do something where he tries to bribe the wrong copper. He's going to take his shirt off in the wrong place or end up with a stripper in the back of his car. <laughs> See, I think Kelly Olenek is going uh, gonna to do something real bad at Senor Frogs. <laughs> oh, and then, well, then he'll be deported. <laughs> Wait, do they have those in Mexico? That seems wrong. Didn't they have like, real like restaurants? And he he'll get deported all the way to Canada, and yeah. then the Heat will be fined for resting players. And... <laughs> but he is he is gonna get a real sick t-shirt that says one tequila two tequila three tequila floor yeah um if you go to mexico city and you go to senior frogs fuck you <laughs> you're an asshole uh, all right speaking of people who suck ty lawson and dante donatas have signed with the shangdong golden stars of the chinese basketball association uh-huh Let's uh, let's go back a, a few months <laughs> in round ball rock hot tub time machine. <laughs> you got it. Uh, uh, so Donatus Montiunis got a four, mm-hmm. four year, thirty seven million dollar offer. The aforementioned Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. was matched by the Rockets. Mm-hmm. He refused to report. Houston mm-hmm. pulled their offer sheet. Then. He uh, got two years, $2 million from New Orleans, benched after they, they got Boogie Cousins. Who is the agent for Donatus Montiunis, guys? Oh, it's our know? friend BJ Armstrong. Oh, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> All right, so Ty Lawson signed with Fox Sports Management. New agent like for this deal. Pivot. Yeah. They pivot from athlete clients to video. That's a good joke, guys. If you don't know, Foxsports.com laid off every single one of their writers and are just posting clips from their TV shows on the internet and asking actual journalists to give them audio of their interviews. Over and over again on Twitter. They can use them for free. As much as they want. For free. Yes. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with Ty Lawson here. 
Uh, but it was a part of the joke, and I just wanted to, <laughs> you know, really take a dump on that joke as much as possible. Sorry. Uh, Fox Sports, though, if you're listening, I would like to say, yes, you can use that uh, that audio of Chris Paul yelling at Dave, but only <laughs> if if you keep the I'm coming home song under it. Yeah. That's anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's the Creative Commons license attached to everything from Round Ball Rock. You can use the audio, but it has to have the I'm Coming Home song underneath it. In fact, Sean, will you play that right now, but also insert Skip Bayless yelling over it? Yeah, we can do that. Um, and maybe Steve Naismith saying, just get off the weed. <laughs> Talking about weed. You, uh... You called jazz fans true homers on TNT, and right. uh, was that meant as a compliment, or was that meant as something maybe less savory? Than Tell me what you took it as. Stay off the weed. Why shouldn't I, as a white person, be able to take some pride in Blake Griffin's rise because he did come from a white mom? But we got to pay the bills here, guys. I don't know if you know that, but. Um... It's expensive to do this show. I've said this many times, but it costs money to record and release a podcast once a week for free. Twice a week for free now. We're doing two episodes a week. That means we need to have twice the sponsors. But unfortunately, our sponsors change every week, which is a shame. But hopefully this one will stick with us. Um, this week our sponsor is a company poised to take full advantage of Newly legalized marijuana in the state of California. It's a weed accessory company called Zach Randolph's Grit and Grinders. The primary product is the gritty grinder itself. The rough and tumble grinders will pound your weed inside, slowly breaking it down with toughness and hard physical play. It's what you need to get your weed ready for a blunt. And as his teammates, reporters, and the DEA will all agree, Zach Randolph is one of the bluntest players in NBA history. They come in three sizes. The Marcus Hall, for big buds. The Vince Carter is for weave that's a little old, but still effective in the right combination. And of course, there's Mike Conley, for weave that you know is great, but no one else appreciates. It's the kind of weed that makes you feel like your face is broken. But that's not all. Grit and Grinders also sells water pipes. The Z-Bong line has a bunch of great varieties, but no plastic. Zach Randolph's Grit and Grinders are content to dominate the glass. They've also got a Chandler Parsons special where you can send in your old useless micro-fractured bong, and they'll repair it for you. And if you're looking to get a whole lot of product... Zebo has got you. There's a whole lot of quality varieties exclusive to Grit and Grinders, like Jamichael's Green, High Reiki Evans, and, of course, Wade Baldwin, the 420. The OG Kush Mayo is unfortunately on back order and won't be available until the 2018-2019 season. Now, the prices might be a little higher than what you'd pay on the open market. But you can't put a price on veteran marijuana leadership. Warning, if you write a negative review, Zach's friends will find you and beat you with pool cues. 
First-time customers get a free lighter. And snitches get stitches. Zach Randolph's Grit and Grinders. It's a slam dunk. Oh, wait. This is, this is copy from five years ago. Sorry. Their new slogan is Zach Randolph's Grit and Grinders. It's a banked-in 12-footer. All right, all right, all right. Oh, well, you know what? I might even start smoking weed now. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, Sean. Sean's big three, three minutes. Is this a segment? It's a new segment. It's a, a new the, segment. Okay. There's only three weeks left in the season. I will be attending the game on Sunday at the Staples Center. Uh, yeah, so here's what's uh, going on. It sadly. I, I apologize. It will not be there. I have to go to the Chargers game. The aforementioned Chargers game. I'm very bummed out about that. I'm at a wedding. No, no. Oh, Sorry, Sean. I, I'm, I'm, oh, inter- yeah. I'm interfering with your segment. This is, it says Sean's big three, not Dave's big three. So continue, please. Three minutes of the big three. Big three. Three minutes. It's a three for all. All right, so so here's the playoff scenario. We got undefeated. So, Sean, you have three minutes. Hold on. Sean, yeah, three minutes. Sean, you have three minutes. Go. Okay, so our top team is Trilogy. They are seven. Sean, one second. Sean, one second. I I just want to make it clear. Three minutes starting right now, okay? You got that? Three minutes of the big three. Big three. Three minutes. It's a three for all. Just tell me when to go, guys. Go. Hello? Go. <laughs> go. Am I going? Okay. Sean, are you there? All right. <laughs> three minutes of the big three. Big three. I don't know what to do right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the I three minutes is actually I thought you would really be actually mad. If I did it one more time, you'd be so mad. So just go ahead. You got three minutes starting now, Sean. Okay, you got this. It's okay. You can talk. Three minutes of the big three. Big three. Three minutes. Wow, Sean's gone. We drove him insane. Sean. (laughs) All right. Sean, this is your segment. This is your big moment, Sean. I don't know what to do right now, guys. (laughs) All right, Sean. I, I feel like I'm gonna. Say, I feel like what's gonna happen is I'm gonna say five words again, and then you guys are gonna interrupt me and talk for a minute. And I don't. I don't Sean, know how to make that stop happening. Is. Sean, Sean, call it Sean's big three. Okay, that means that you're gonna talk for three minutes about the big three. I don't know how I can explain it any more clearly than that. Have you got that under your under control? Do you understand that? Three minutes of the big three. Big three. Three minutes. It's a three for all. This is a disaster. When do I I start talking, guys? I just said three minutes. Sean, you got this, okay? I know you're nervous. This is not the first I've done this segment, though. So please, just go for it. (laughs) You got this. I believe in you. All right, Sean, ready? No, then I'm not going to do it. Go. <laughs> That's all right. We're done. Three minutes of the big three. Big three. Three minutes. It's a three for all. NBA fashion news. Ricky Rubio has a Street Fighter haircut. 
Joey, would you like to tell me about Ricky Rubio's Street Fighter haircut? Uh, yeah, it's like a man bun, but also, like, it has a lot of product in it. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it, it, he also has a full beard and a full sleeve of tattoos, which I don't remember him having before. And yep. it's less the haircut that reminds me of Street Fighter, but basically just the whole vibe. Interesting. Like, Ricky from Spain reminds me of a character no one would pick in Street Fighter Alpha 2. Mm. Well, they picked him in Utah. He's going to be a very popular player there. I didn't know he was playing there until this week. Steven Adams ditched his mustache. We have, I have been told that he is not wearing a mustache anymore. Is this bad? Is this a Mike D'Antoni situation where Steven Adams will play better because he does not have a mustache? Who would like Sean, to field this question? Sean, how do you feel about Stephen, uh, mustacheless Stephen Adams? Uh, that's a direct shot at Mike D'Antoni. All right. <laughs> well, we have an answer. Okay, there are logos on jerseys now. Which corporate uh, sponsor would you match with which team? Well, let me run through a couple of the actual ones. Uh, the do. Minnesota Timberwolves have the Fitbit logo on their uh, on their uh, jerseys now, which I think is a direct shot at Tom Thibodeau. Because uh, he's fat? No, because he plays his players too much, and they're gonna they want to use Fitbits to be like, "Look, Tom, you made Jimmy Butler run 18 miles today." That's not a bad idea. That'll keep him in line. All right, who uh, else has got what? The Sacramento Kings have the Blue Diamond Almonds logo. Yum. Uh, Almonds are very popular in, uh, as, a, as an industry in that part of the state. Uh, the, Den the Denver Nuggets have the Western Union logo. Great. Great. Uh, the, the Bucks have the Harley Davidson logo. Okay. And the um, Utah Jazz have a company I've never heard of called Five for the Fight. Yeah, I'd never heard of that either. I saw that, and I thought it was like a uh, tribute to, or, or like a sponsor. Uh, it's like a, I don't know, like cancer survivors or something, but I don't know. And Who the knows? Brooklyn Nets also have a company I've never heard of called Infor. Hmm. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets are in for a bad season. Continue. Yeah, exactly. And... The 76ers, in uh, what is a little too on the nose, if you ask me, uh, have the StubHub logo because they are the basketball team equivalent of a podcast. Uh, um, five, five for the fight okay. actually. Five for the fight actually is a cancer charity. So you were correct. Oh my oh, god, okay. that's sad. Okay, well I apologize <laughs> to people who survived cancer. Did not know. Let's move on. Which corporate sponsor would you match? With which team? No one in Five for Fighting has cancer, by the way. That's what I was saying. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. All right. All right, well, let's, let's move on then. I think we've uh, we stuck that landing. Okay, well, there's another feature um, that is new that I haven't been around for. It's called What Are They Doing Now? Joey apparently won last week when he said LeBron James is currently drinking a glass of wine and practicing a future Instagram story in a mirror. Uh, Dubaroo, I, I believe this is where you fly the W, 
Um, if you want to vote in this poll, you can do so on our Twitter. It is at roundballrockpod, at R-O-U-N-D-B-A-L-L-R-O-C-K-P-O-D, in case you can't spell. What is former GM slash process architect Sam Hinkie doing right at this moment? Not right now um, for us, but right now when you listen to this, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. That is the ans- That is a question you were asking yourself. Because I, mean, I, yeah, I, sure. I think what he's doing is he is throwing a box of toothpicks in the air and trying mm-hmm. to count them before they hit the ground. All right. That is an interesting Rain Man-esque piece of behavior. Sean, what do you think Sam Hinkie is doing at this very moment? I think he's going to take over for Lorne Michaels as the producer of Saturday Night Live. Uh, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna fire all the cast members and try to trade them to like sitcoms and. Um, those movies where there's like 25 different improv actors and everybody makes up their own lines in the scenes and somehow it's like two hours and 15 minutes even though it's just about spring break uh but he's gonna with this new cast of like young uh young people with with devastating knee injuries that are running the cast and he's gonna change the name of the show to kids incorporated just a Hinky based name. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you think Sam Hinky's doing right now? Eating his own fingernails. <laughs> you know how, like, you clip your fingernails and then you uh-huh. just throw them away, usually? Well, no, he eats them. That's what he does. He eats them. Yep. That's what he does. All right, guys, you can vote in our pool again at Round Ball Rock Pod on Twitter. Please vote. Um, that's it. That's all we have for the show. Anybody want to promote something or, you know, just talk? You can just talk for a little bit if you want. I don't care. Uh, watch the watch the uh, everything report on Instagram or wherever your your everything report is found. There you go, Joey. Oh wait, actually, I should promote my thing first because Joey, you go last. Um, I have a, a movie review web series on Super Deluxe on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can watch on any of those platforms that you want. Okay. Joey, what's up? Um, Where are you? What, what was that? Sorry. Where can we find you on Twitter, my friend? Oh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, which, uh, again, I there's been a dearth of my tweeting there, so I'm just going to go back and uh, uh, do a an oldie but a goodie uh and uh on two twenty five fifteen on my twitter handle at frankie muniz i tweeted ben- benadryl take me to church and by church i mean a deep ass sleep that's a good tweet on yes. that note let's uh let's wrap it up here guys um this is a fun time uh as as always trust the process and uh, other stuff that we say at the end of the show what else trust the process. There you go. There you go. Shut All it right. down. Let's go home. Take care. Goodbye. For seven years on this show, for five years with Rob Parker, we have debated why there are so few American-bred white players in the NBA. 
There are zero white American bred stars. I mean, Right? Right. Okay. It'd be, it'd be and hard, and hard to European, find one. European star went out. We got the Dirks and the Manus. Steve Nash, Nash is close. Canadian. Yeah. Right. So here comes Blake Griffin, whose mother I went to high school with. Tall, red-headed, white. And for the last month or so, as I watch his NBA rise, I sit back and I think, why shouldn't I, as a white person, be able to take some pride in Blake Griffin's rise because he did come from a white mom? Not that I know her or don't know her, that doesn't matter, but just, it, it, it's a new, we're seeing this more and more in sports, the, the mixed marriage products, they're everywhere, and you guys know, I'd be an NBA nut if it were all black or all red, you know me, it's I'm just a nut, right. but because the, the whites are, the white players are such a tiny minority now, that yeah, I'll be the first to admit here on national TV, yeah, I do, I take a little pride because he came from a white mother, am I wrong for that? 